Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August the 4th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling all right. I'd say all right plus. Yeah, we can just say good across the board. Let's just round up. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crank those numbers up. Uh, let's see. Nothing really too crazy to report. No foods. I had some um, some uh, Cheetos puffs and a Nosh drink. Peak girl dinner. Um, so we're about to have girl dinner part two, if you know what I mean. He 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 he. And then we can get into, and then we can get into some news. <laughs> I felt I didn't I'm, I didn't feel good with that. I'm <laughs> the Zoomer speak. Sometimes it, it's hard to keep up with y'all, but I, I do my best. I, I gotta reach the use. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry for the dead air. Sorry for the dead air. It's bad podcasting. But uh, it's the story of my life. (laughs) I'm loose today. I'm sorry about it. Okay. From the Associated Press, South Korean police pursue suspect in second stabbing attack in two days. So I initially got like a little bumbled when I initially, you know, got into the story I had heard of one attack that happened, and I didn't realize literally two days later another attack t- uh, had also happened in South Korea. So I was like, oh shit, okay, well, I'm glad I'm reading the bundle. <laughs> so we can just go ahead and get into it. A man rammed a car onto a sidewalk Thursday in the South Korean city of Sinagam, Sinangam then stepped out of the vehicle and began stabbing people at a mall leaving at least 14 people wounded. Just hours after South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol on Friday called for ultra-strong law enforcement measures in response to that attack, police found themselves chasing the suspect in another stabbing incident at a high school in Daejeon City. So this was a whole other one that I did not know about. And I was like, oh, no, I think I knew about this one. And then the the mall one, I didn't know. I don't know. They they all became one story to me. And I was like, oh, shit, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) But uh, Cho Byung-tae, an official at Daejeong Metropolitan Police Department, said the attack on Songchong High School left at least one teacher hurt. He did not identify the victim or provide details about the victim's health. At least five people were hurt by the car and nine others were stabbed during Thursday's attack in Sinangam that occurred in a crowded leisure district uh, near a subway. Oh, excuse me. That one got away from me. Um, Authorities arrested a 22-year-old suspect at the scene and were questioning him. Police did not identify the man or offer any immediate information about a potential motive. Uh, let's see here. Um, according to Park Gyeongwon, an official at Gyeonggi 
I'm sorry, I'm not pronouncing any of this shit right. Uh, Yongdong District uh, Police Station. The suspect during the police interviews talked incoherently and said he was being stalked by an unspecified source. The suspect's family told the police he had a history of mental illness. Um, they go into some more, you know, stats about the situation, but it kind of gets a little bit boggy in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was, um, you know, some activity that took place in South Korea. Like I said, back to back, I only had essentially known about one of these stories and I was like, oh shit, now there's two. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's always unfortunate whenever you hear a stabbing, you know, situation, um, I know the condition of some of the victims in that situation were critical in serious condition. So, you know, if I do any hear anything, you know, negative, maybe, you know, I'll try to, you know, update that or just any potential poignant information. But, uh, yeah, we can go ahead and move along here. I'm kind of spinning my tail now. Uh, also, this is a little bit of a random side. Uh, actor Mark Margolis dies at 83. Uh, he played... An actor, I'm trying to think, I don't know the name of his character, but he was in Breaking Bad, and he plays a character who doesn't speak. Uh, he's also in Better Call Saul as well, but he doesn't speak, but he has like a bell, and there's like a very iconic scene in uh, the series that takes place with him, and just throughout the series, it's very good actor, good, you know, I don't know much about him other than that, but yeah, he passed away at 83. Uh, that's in my little, um, I don't know, headline thing, so I figured I'd talk about that when we move to the next thing. <laughs> Associated Press, appeals court allows Biden asylum restrictions to temporarily stay in place as case plays out. So this is an update in the remain in place. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, bill, whatever, you know. Um, essentially, this is um, Biden's plan for the border. Uh, we've talked about it a few times at the very least, just about this part of it. But essentially, it had gotten overturned by an Obama-appointed Obama judge. And now, in appeals, they're saying, hey, actually, we will allow it to stay in place. It was a two-to-one vote. And essentially, it, things are just going to more or less stay the same now. So it's like, hey, if you come to the, you know, if you come to the U.S. border and you could have stopped at any other place that then you should have done that and you're going to have to like go back or um, you're not going to be allowed if you try again, I think for like, I think upwards of like five years. Essentially, this is like an adapted policy from what Trump was trying to do. And essentially Democrats were like, boo, that sucks. That's terrible. It's inhumane. And Joe Biden did the same fucking thing. He just said, oh, well, we have this cool, fancy app that makes it so easy. And it turns out the app is bullshit. It's faulty. It doesn't work very well. People are stuck in, like, these very shitty situations. They were literally, in a lot of situations, fleeing, you know, a, a very hostile situation, you know, where they were already living. And now you're saying, oh, stay here in this other place that's also not hospitable for you and you can't earn money. You can't really survive. Um, and we'll get to you. Just get on the app. That maybe will will work. Sure. So we're back on that bullshit. That, to me, is unfortunate. It was a two-to-one split. Apparently, there were two Bill Clinton-appointed judges in the circuit, and uh, they said, actually, this should stay in place. Um, and then there was another judge who was a Trump-appointed judge who almost seems like in a, in a petty flex to, like, 
dissent because he acknowledges that this bill is like the same thing as Trump's bill that got shut down. And he's like, well, because this is kind of like a fucking mess, I'm just kind of just dissent here. Like, so, you know, I'm sure I'm just not interpreting it right, maybe, but, you know, okay, whatever, fine. So essentially it still goes through. Um, the remain in place, you know, I want to call it a bill. It's probably not a bill. I'm just being dumb. But, um, you know, that to me is unfortunate. I do not think this is something that makes us look good in any kind of way, shape or form. In my opinion, I don't think this is the right thing to do. I do think it is inhumane. Um, so, you know, that, that's why I'm, you know, talking about it, you know, giving updates on it because I do think this is something important and we shouldn't look away from it. Um, no matter what side of the aisle you are, you know, whether you're, you, you, you want Biden to do well or not, I don't fucking care. I truly fucking don't. Like, I don't like either side, but, um, you know, I, I do believe that we should just have better borders and by better borders, I mean, open borders, um, at least more open. Uh, I know that maybe is a hot take from where I'm from in good old Ohio, <laughs> but at least these days, but, uh, that's, that's the hill I'm living on, you know? Uh, but, um, a little bit more border talk, actually, a bit of a bundle here, uh, from ABC News, two bodies found in Rio Grande near U.S.-Mexico border officials. So this is an update on, uh, the murder buoys that they have in the Rio Grande, Rio Grande, Rio Grande, we're going to say Rio Grande, but, uh, two people have been found dead in the southern part of the Rio Grande River, officials said... One body was found stuck in the lines of orange buoys installed by Texas authorities near the U.S.-Mexico border. A second body was discovered separately in the area of the buoys by the Beta Group of Piedras Negras, according, excuse me, according to a statement from Mexico's Foreign Affairs Secretary and Mexico's mitigation or migration my gosh isaiah get it together get it together mexico's migration institute so uh i mean this is just an unfortunate situation we've described kind of what happens how these buoys kind of wind up working is essentially they are a water barrier and in some ways it almost think you can think like this is like i can get halfway and I can hold on to this. Like, I can hold on to this buoy and, like, I'll find a way to get around. I'll figure it out. And I'm not saying that's impossible, but it, it's not easy. It's not like, you know, you can just, like, up do it. You know, you, this isn't like a frogger situation. You feel me? So it is easy to get tangled on this. It's easy to get stuck just because of the current, uh, you know, depending on when, you know, what part you're traveling. But this is a long-ass fucking buoy. So, you know, we've talked about how, you know, Department of Justice is suing. There's also, uh, I believe, like a kayaking kind of service that is across the river um, or, you know, that works along the Rio Grande. They're suing because it's like these buoys are just here and they're impeding our business. Like, we cannot use this river. Um, now, they did say, you know, one person was potentially on the buoys and died there. Uh, another person was found and potentially could have floated and gotten stuck on the buoys. Uh, I feel like they went out of their way to say that. That's the DPS, was essentially like, you know, the Texas um, the Texas Department of Public Safety. So, you know, that's the statement they make. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, that's the news, whatever. But, um, you know, at least as they, they say it, I should say. 
it, it, this frustrates me. It upsets me. Uh, Abbott is like really firm on this. He's he's acting like he's doing Texas a big favor here. That he's doing something and stepping up in a big way. But I, I've said before. I've said it again. Biden's draconian ass policy with a fucking cell phone works better than whatever the hell he's doing now he's just wasting fucking texas resources you know he's got he has the national guard working overtime on this shit for fucking what dude uh to be fucking like minutemen for you know the border it, it, it's weird it's fucking weird to me um and it's unfortunate because i this is something that i do feel like is actually hurting people um and i mean that that shit's on our hands as americans in my opinion you know so that to me anytime i look at that shit i get upset so i want to talk about it uh let's see here speaking of things that also make me upset this story is uh it's a rough one um i I, it's it's definitely one that i was like do i want to cover this because i don't i don't want to get sad again you know i don't want to get frustrated and mad like mad on the pod i hate that shit i don't like being emotional but that's part of the reason why i don't like doing a script because it's like i feel like that takes the soul out of what i fucking do i'd rather just be scuffed and real uh than you know plastic robot um but anyway i i did i did want to talk about this i felt like it was important to give it a just more space as much space as it can have because yeah well let's just get into it Black gay Brooklyn man fatally stabbed while dancing at gas station may have been victim of a hate crime. Police. And this is from Long Crime. Uh, CNN reported that sources familiar with the investigation have indicated the... Did I start from the top here? Yeah, okay. Um, Have indicated that the person who may be responsible for Sibley's death, which is O'Shea Sibley. Sorry, I didn't start from the top. God damn it. Um, a search is now reportedly underway for the person suspected of stabbing a gay black man, O'Shea Sibley, to death after a heated exchange at a gas station in Brooklyn, New York last weekend. Now, the alleged suspect is, I believe, potentially like 17 years old, teenager. They apparently, um, they, they say a, p- a possible bias-related incident and I mean, essentially, they're kind of saying they're like, they don't want to say like, is it racial? Is it, you know, sexual orientation related, whatever, but they're just saying as it's bias. But essentially, the um, 17 year old or alleged 17 year old potential 17, I don't know, we don't know yet. It's just a suspect they haven't identified. But um, they said something that was like an anti-gay, you know, slur to Sibley or at least his friend. Yeah, and Sibley stuck up for the friend. Like, they were voguing in the parking lot. You know, they were getting gas. They were just hanging, you know, hanging out real quick. They literally said, like, the friend who had to watch Sibley die, like, they're like, we just needed to get gas, and we were just going to drop, you know, the girls off. Essentially, you know, the the other part of their group. And, you know, they were just hanging out, you know, just vibing, you know. And essentially, someone is yelling at them, provoking a situation and then they pull out a knife and stab Sibley in the chest and Sibley bleeds out dies and you know now you know this person is you know on the run in the land or whatever but yeah I, I will definitely be updating um more you know more on this and the friend was Otis Penna uh I do encourage um 
you know, people to read the quote. It's not it's not something I feel like I really want to read. You know, I described, you know, the situation. He describes, you know, what happened. And um, it's, it's very sad. It's very frustrating. It's very upsetting. Um, there's a lot of these cases, these situations, in so many levels, in so many ways that happen. And, like, it is the the blessing and curse of doing this shit that I see more of it than ever. And um, it's sad. It's frustrating because you'll have people act like we just somehow entered in some cheat code and we beat racism or something. Or, or we beat, like, everything's normal now. Like, oh, well, you can be gay in the military. And, uh, you know, so that's cool. That's fixed. Like, everything's actually cool. Like, America's really accepting, really free. But it's not. It's not. Like, this is free. this is an easy, breezy life for a very small amount of fucking people. And, um, you know, I want to give voice to these stories, but the shit hurts and it it sucks, but, um, that's just how it goes. And that's the news. So, um, I, I will definitely give updates on this shit, but I did want to talk about Sibley, you know, and just in terms of this moment, the situation, this was a person who went and was an amazing dancer, was at a dance school, you know, people talked about how good he was and like how much of an effect just him dancing had on them. And, um, you know, it, it, it just shouldn't end like that. Uh, story shouldn't end like that. And, um, yeah, uh, I mean, these are the things that people think about. Like, when you have a, a different pigment to your skin, you know what I mean? Like, you have to worry about this shit 24 fucking 7. It just never stops. Um, but, yeah. We have one more thing to cover. This is a little bit of bonus news. It's an update, and I didn't want to, like, let it slip. Eh. <laughs> it's some shit that actually took place in September 2022. So, yeah. um, Let me um gas back up, and then we'll get back into it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, From ABC News. Verdict reached in trial of cop who placed woman in patrol car hit by train. A Colorado police officer on trial for placing it a handcuffed woman in a patrol car parked on train tracks that was then struck by a freight train was found guilty of two misdemeanors. So initially, I've said this before, I'll say it again, is I I read the verdict, I get mad, and then usually by the time I do go live, I've processed it again and I go, okay, look, the law did move a bit here and I have to remember that there are you have to move within the legalities, if you will. So, um, Fort Lupton police officer Jordan Steinke was charged with an attempted reckless manslaughter, a felony, and two misdemeanors. Um, and the two misdemeanors were 
reckless endangerment and third degree assault in connection with the September 22nd incident, which left the woman severely injured. Uh, let's see here. Um, and the victim was um, Yarini Rios Gonzalez. I believe there was like a road rage incident that took that took place. She was like very uh, belligerent. So essentially, Steinke goes to put her in her car. Now Steinke somehow she alleges she says she was not aware because she was not in her uh, jurisdiction. She was out of her jurisdiction, and she was with another cop and. Steinke was parked on the tracks and essentially leaves Gonzalez in there, Rios Gonzalez in there. And, um, you know, she's doing her police work, doing her little processing shit, I guess, for the whole situation at hand. And you can hear Gonzalez yelling and screaming because I remember watching this video because I'm like, there's just no fucking way. This is so insane. This is so crazy. And literally it happens. And the train just comes and just mows down the police vehicle, the cop car. I don't know why I say police vehicle like that, cop car, whatever. And Max into it, and Gonzalez is fucked up. Now, luckily, you know, she lived. That's great. Uh, this was a, the other cop was a Plateville police officer um, who was also charged with, I believe, like reckless endangerment, but their trial is still ongoing. I kind of don't care about that. Probably won't update you. I, it, this is more about Stanky. Now, um, there was two cop cars, you know what I mean? You could have put her in plate the, you know, the other police officer's cop car. So literally the argument is she did not like Steinke did not literally understand how train tracks work. She wasn't paying attention. She's like, well, it was really dark. And I'm like, okay, but like you got all your cop lights on. It is bright enough. You can see train tracks, but that just does not work. And literally the defense lawyer for Gonzalez is like, look, like <laughs> you, I feel like he tries to say without saying, like, you'd have to be stupid to believe that. Right. And I, I mean, that's how I feel personally. Um, so, I mean, essentially she beats the reckless endangerment or the reckless manslaughter. I'm sorry. Um, but she, you know, she does get the two other misdemeanors. I, I mean, I guess that's okay-ish, but when I, I'm trying to think if I can see where her injuries were, because they're pretty fucking bad. Um, yeah, Rios Gonzalez, 21 years old, suffered a fractured tibia, broken arm, nine broken ribs, and a fractured sternum in the incident, her attorney told Good Morning America last year. I mean, could, could you imagine, though, like, no matter whatever the fuck you did, you were getting belligerent, you being wild, whatever, you're put in the cop car, and now, all of a sudden, you're the damsel in distress, and, like, literally, you're getting snidely whiplashed, do you know what I mean? Now, granted, I get it, when it comes to the manslaughter charge, there has to be some kind of, like, you knew what you were doing, like, you knowingly put her on the tracks with the intention to harm her. I think the last part of it is what makes it not there like why they don't have it there while like the judge because essentially Steinke said I don't want it to go to the jury I wanted to go to the judge which is very tactical very smart um because <laughs> I think a jury of your peers are gonna say what you left her on the tracks and and you're in a new jurisdiction and you can't read railroad I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm so sorry but it's just no believes he's there
Um, but yeah, I just wanted to update y'all on that. I didn't want to let that slip. Um, that's all we got for today. That's the news. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you're already doing it. You've already, you've already supported. You made it this far. You're, you're the goat. I love you. Mwah. But um, if you'd like to support more, become a newsy, take your shit to the next level. Um, Patreon.com says a news. You become a newsy. I shout you out once a month. And I mean, that's power. There you go. Also, with that power, you get a shout out. So like you can shout out your friends. You can shout out a project thing you're doing. It's a vibe. So uh, also there's free discord. Hit me up for that. Uh, Isaiah news one at gmail.com. I'm on all the socials. You can find me or the podcast there. Hit me up with that DM, whatever. It's cool. Um, also on the comments, please comment. Comments are great. Those are super helpful, super useful. Whatever you're listening on, there usually is a place where you can either review. Max reviews are great. Um, good comments are great. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Trying to get that up. You know, trying to get my weight up. You feel me? Trying to get my weight up there. Trying to get my weight down here. You feel me? In the real world. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.